With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Troy Dooley here, the host of the Beachside CEO. And I got to tell you, it is constantly a blast being on the road, meeting all kinds of, of professional businessmen, talking to CEOs and, and having fun. But there's nothing better than waking up to a beautiful spring. Well, it's not spring yet, but it felt that way today. Spring morning on the beaches of the Emerald Coast, sitting there sipping coffee, watching the Dolphins play. I'm telling you, there's nothing I can think of better than that. I love being home, being in my own bed. Uh, It was a great two weeks on the road with the family as we went from company to company. I went up to Vitamar, or uh, Vitamar, let's tell me, Vita Cup, and hung out with with Jeff Mack, Donna Valdez, all their crew. was down in Tampa at the Grease Investment Funds with, with Bob Grease, Roy Williams, and all those guys. Wonderful time but I'm at home. And today we are digging back in on Relationships 101, things that I have learned, things that I have written down. And today it's how can you build trust with others? You know, when your words and your actions match, people know they can trust you. That's one of the the things that I I truly take pride in is, is holding firm to my word. And in fact, I had a CEO not too long ago. I wrote him a question and asked him, and he, and he made the comment well, I'm not about to talk to you with the company that you hang out with because we've got some clients that he just didn't like. And I wrote him back. So get your head out of your butt. I've never violated your trust, period. And he's he's not responded to me. And, then, you know, that's what happens. Sometimes when you're running a $700 billion company uh, or a million-dollar company, excuse me, $700 million company, you, you forget where you come from. And I think in this case it probably did because I pride myself in that. I've got clients that could have gone to war with each other that we've tried to break that off and and stop it. We've got distributors and and companies over the years that haven't seen eye to eye. And although sometimes lawsuits come up, you hate it, it happens. But my goal is to maintain that factor. It's what's important. You know, Stephen Covey, before he passed away, in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, wrote how important integrity is in a person's success. If I try to use human influence strategies and tactics on how to get other people to do what I want, to work better, to, do motiv- to be more motivated, to like me and to like others, while my character is fundamentally flawed, marked with uh, duplicity or insincerity, then in the long run I cannot be successful. That's what he wrote. And I thought, man, that is so true. See, we have to dig deep. If you, uh, The Leadership Challenge, if you read that book, it talks about integrity. If you read Credibility, it talks about integrity. If you read John Maxwell's book, Ethics 101, it talks about integrity. Integrity is crucial, whether it's in business or personal. You cannot have two sets of ethics. I've heard people, and I've been this way in the past, well, i got my business ethics, i got my personal ethics. You better just have ethics, period. 
That's the only way to do it. In a in a joint study that was conducted at UCLA Graduate School of Management and the Corn Ferry Interna- uh, International of New York City, they surveyed 1,300 senior execs. 71% of them said integrity was the quality most needed to succeed in business. In another study at the Center of Creative Research, they discovered that that through many obstacles and errors, all that can be overcome by a person, the one thing that's needed to rise to the top of the organization was integrity. But if they betrayed their trust, then it was they were going the opposite direction. It was tough to get back to the top. See, this is a huge thing. Integrity is about the small things. Uh, people, when I go in and consult with companies, This is something we discuss on a regular matter. I say you have to take care of the small things. If you're not taking care of the small things, people will not trust you on the big things. So you don't lie, cheat, or steal. You take care of it. You handle it. You do what needs to be done, and you move on down the road. It's ugly sometimes. It's nasty. You don't like all the little crap that happens, but you have to cover it. It's the way it is. And I I know some people don't – you know, when we do the radio shows, they get – they get flabbergasted. They get bothered by this stuff. And it's like, look, we got to step on each other's toes sometimes and hold each other accountable. See, integrity is an inside job. There's no such thing as situational ethics. That integrity, what, what you live for, your values, is the most important thing. I want you to write down a few things today because I think this is important. And these are things that I've written down over the years. And, folks, when I do the shows, I'm... I don't know how other people do their shows, and that's not that's not my that's not my uh, responsibility to know how they do their shows. But I do my shows based on my own flaws and screwed up messes, and I just keep busting my butt trying to do better and better and better and better each time along the way. Number one, integrity is not determined by circumstances. You know, our upbringing and our circumstances, they affect who we are. But at the end of the day, I believe there's a built-in mechanism. We know right from wrong. And the older we get, the number of choices that we get to make, and we get to decide, do we go down the right path or the wrong path? You can get two people that grow up in the same household, the same circumstances, the same everything, and one will take one road and one don't. I remember Tony Robbins talked about a story once of two brothers and went to the prison and interviewed a brother and said, you know, tell us why you turned out the way you did. He said, my father was a drunk. You know, he was a a criminal. He beat us. He hit us. My mom was no good. You know, how did you expect me to turn out? They went to the other brother, successful businessman in the area, and asked him, you know, why did you turn out the way you did? He said, look at what I had to look at. I had a dad that was a drunk and a Flanderer and, and was a criminal. I had a mom that was into drugs and, and a hooker and all that. I saw that and knew I didn't want to become like that. I pulled myself up and this is what I've become. Same household, same circumstances, two different directions. Integrity is not determined by your circumstances. It's, in, it's determined by your choices. It's interesting. When you, when you look at your character and you realize that you're wanting to take care of the small things, all of a sudden, 
you realize only you reflect on who you are. Now, sadly, sometimes we look in the mirror too much and smile at ourselves and we believe the crap. We just watched Mindy McCready, one of the up-and-coming stars in the 1990s in country music, take her own life yesterday at 37 years old, leaving two children behind. Her boyfriend had killed himself last month. It's a terrible situation when that internal pain gets the best of people. Many people had tried to reach out to her and she didn't want it. And it's sad. But integrity is not determined by your circumstances. Number two, integrity is not based on credentials. I remember reading a, I don't know if it was a story, just a little saying because I've, I've got it here. It came from John Maxwell. He said, in ancient times, brickmakers, engravers, and other artisans used a symbol to mark the things they created. The symbol that each one used was his character. The value of the work was in proportion to the skill with which the object was made. Your character, if you will, that's your mark. You're making a mark on this world and people's lives, whether you realize it or not. So do you want to build trust with others, or do you want to build mistrust with others? Only the quality with a high quality, uh, or only the yeah, only the work with high quality would get the best mark. Others would get pitched thrown away. So I believe the same is true today. I believe that your character will let you stand out above others. I was on the road when I had a CEO, a COO, and their attorney call me on the phone, Troy. Can you can you give us 15, 20 minutes? We just want to throw a scenario by you. I want to see what, what the buzz is on the street. What have you heard? So we chatted and we talked and I shared. and I said, wow. So we would love to bring you on board as a consultant, an analyst. Would you be willing to do that? Sure, absolutely, no problem. So I gave them information before I asked them for money. In this case, they asked if I could if they could hire me. That's when you build trust. I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. What I'm trying to say is it took years and years and years of building trust, going sometimes and doing things for companies and not getting paid on it. And now my credentials surpass. And I believe that's what you've got to look at today. See, it is not about just your credentials because your integrity will always be there before the credentials ever show up. That's what's so important. What is your desire to influence people? Maybe that's what we need to ask. You know, do you do you want to do that? Do you want to influence people on purpose or unintentionally? That's the question. Either way, you're going to influence people. If we put credentials against character, I'd written this down. Credentials are transient. Character is permanent. Credentials turn the focus to rights. Character keeps the focus on responsibility. Credentials add value to only one person. Character adds value to many people. Credentials look to past accomplishments. Character build a legacy for the future. Credentials often invoke jealousy in others. 
Character generates respect and integrity. Credentials can only give get you in the door. Character is what keeps you there. It's not about your titles, your degrees, your offices, your awards, your designations, your licenses, any of that crap. It's all important, so please don't don't take that wrong. But at the end of the day, what matters is your character. Third thing I want to look at, integrity is not to be confused with reputation. That's a, that's, this is huge. A good reputation is valuable, don't get me wrong. If we, if we look back to King Solomon, the ancient king of Israel, classified by many as, as the smartest man and the richest man that ever lived, he wrote this, this proverb, a good name is more desirable than great riches. But see, here's what I believe. A good reputation exists only as a reflection of a person's character. Your character will always shine through. You cannot fake a reputation very long before your character shows up. See, if you struggle to maintain your integrity and you're doing all the right things on the outside and your reputation's looking real good, but you're getting wrong results, that can screw you up. I, I shared a story in a past radio show where we talked about a, a successful young entrepreneur made it all the way to the top as the CEO in his company. They took the company public. He was doing well. On the outside, it looked great, a good marriage, a family, a successful career. But there were a few women in Vegas that knew a different side to him. And when all it started to catch up with him, he had to go to his board of directors and share the truth and say, I've got an addiction. I sneak off to Vegas and gamble and meet up with women that aren't my wife. He came clean with his wife, came clean with his board of directors. They brought some men and women around him that would help him grow. And he got his internal character in line with his outside reputation. We all have to do that. Here's some questions that you might want to use to, to, to really help you start to measure your character. Number one, how well do I treat people if I gain nothing? I don't know how many phone calls a week that I take that I don't charge people for, and they have, they take my time. My time will, will go anywhere these days, depending on the consulting gig at, at $225 an hour to, to upwards of $500 an hour, depending on the consultant, what they need, the analyst, and all that good stuff. And I'm not bragging about the time. I'm just sharing that you have to treat all people the same, no matter what you're paid or not paid. Number two, am I transparent with others? That's a very important question. Are you? Some people tell me I'm too transparent. But I don't want any any doors hanging on my closets where skeletons can fall out. Just let all the dust and skeletons fall out of the closet. I don't I'm, I'm, I don't want anybody having anything over me. Number three, do you role play based on the person I'm with? Now, we're not talking about mirroring people. We're talking about a role play. All of a sudden, you become a different person. My wife the other day said, Honey, I've met very few people in my life that can sit down and hang out with street people that are homeless, that were hookers, drug dealers, 
criminals, and yet the next day be sitting in a boardroom talking with multimillionaires. I smiled and said, I just love people, and everybody has a story. Reading and understanding people and where they came from, that is like a passion of mine. I want to serve so many people, no matter what level in life they are. So do you role play on on the persons you're with, based on the people you're with? Number four, am I the same person in the spotlight that I am alone? That's huge. Tim Alway wrote in one of his books, Habitude, that if you use the picture of a of an iceberg, ten percent is above the waterline, ninety percent is below it. It's it's what sunk the Titanic. What the Titanic could see wasn't the issue, it's what it can't see, and that's how your integrity. Ninety percent's on the inside. Are you the same person in the spotlight as you are alone? Number five, do you quickly admit wrongdoing without being pressed to do so? For years that was one of my giant weaknesses. I'm not wrong, I'm not wrong, remind me of my dad. My dad has never been wrong in his life. Do you quickly admit wrongdoings without being pressed to do so? Number six, do you put people ahead of your own personal agenda? That is so freaking gigantic, folks. We all have an agenda. Jesus Christ has an agenda. Everybody I've ever met has an agenda. But do you put other people's agendas ahead of your own? You better be if you're leading, folks. Number seven, do I have an unchanging standard for moral decisions or do circumstances determine my choices? I have people that get ticked off at me because once I set it in motion, that's just the way it is. When I have violated things that I have said, I, I remember back last last year I did this. Paige and I had chatted, and she said, Honey, I really want to build a business in case something happens to you. Well, all right, I guess we can do that. You know, but, you know, I love Ocean Avenue. Let's go give that a shot. We publicly made the announcement, Hey, this is what we're going to do. We weren't going to do it, but, you know, I want to do something with my wife. It's going to be fun. And very quickly realized, Man, this just isn't going to work for me. I can't just build one company. I can't I can't just tell everybody, come to me, come to me, come to me, like that's the greatest thing next to sliced bread. Well, actually, it'll be the greatest thing next to grilled cheese, because I love grilled cheese. But seriously, it'd be, I can't do that. When people call me and I talk to them and I learn who they are and what their passions are and where they're at, I don't send them just to a company. So you know what I did? I said, man, I can't do this. I, I turned that position over so Travis Flaherty could take care of it and... I couldn't even leave one team because I'm out all over the road. I was just out for two weeks helping people. See, this is this is important. Once you have a standard, you just got to live by it. And I decided that was just, I just can't go build one company. It just ain't going to work. Number eight, do I have difficult decisions even, do I make difficult decisions even when they have a personal cost attached to them? More than once. Paige and I have made decisions that have cost us emotionally, monetarily, cost us with energy. We always do it with the well-being of others ahead of us, whether it's whether it's our kids or outside people, doesn't matter. I'm not trying to toot our own horn here. What I'm trying to say is 
this is a growing experience. Man, I still fall short on this all the time. You've got to keep growing. It's the only way to make it happen. Number nine, when I have something to say about, about people, do I talk to them or about them? That is gigantic. You better say the same thing to the person in front of them as behind their back. Otherwise, you're just a, a gossip monger. Your integrity sucks. You won't last long. Number 10, am I accountable to at least one other person for what I say, think, and do? You must have accountability partners. I've got Richard Brooke. I've got Tom Hop. I've got my wife, Paige. I've got some of my equity partners out there that I do business with. It is a must. It's the only way you're going to be able to make this happen. See, integrity is your best friend. You have to embrace it. Man, if a good reputation is like gold, then having integrity is like owning a freaking gold mine. People will know what you're talking about. My my uh, almost 10-year-old son, my 9-year-old son, he turns 10 next month, has got an obsession about learning about Abe Lincoln. He said, Dad, he was honest Abe. I think he's the only honest president we've ever had. Man, such an intuitive young man. But here's the here's the kicker. Abraham Lincoln stood for something. I would not have voted for this man had I grown up in the 1860s. I'm telling you. I'm I'm a diehard Southern boy. I believe in state rights once, period. You know, I, I, I'm i going to tell you, I don't think the war of northern aggression really had anything to do with, with slavery. That was just part of it. And I'm not I'm not into slavery. Trust me here. I mean, you all know I'm, I'm against all types of slavery. Besides that, the majority of the South didn't have enough money to even own slaves. So it wasn't about, it was about state rights. But here, let's, let's not segue. Listen. Abraham Lincoln once stated, When I lay down the reins of this administration, I want to have one friend left. And that friend is inside of myself. I thought, wow. Abe Lincoln was slandered, liable, hated, perhaps more intensely than any other man who had ever run for the President of the United States. He was publicly called just about every name imaginable by the press of his day, including a grotose baboon, a third-rate country lawyer who once split rails and now splits the Union, a coarse, vulgar joker, a dictator, an ape, a buffoon, and others. The Illinois State registered libeling the craftiest and most dishonest politician that has ever disgraced the office of the United States. Severe and unjust criticism did not subside after Lincoln took the oath of office, nor did it come only from uh, only from Southern sympathizers. It came from within the Union itself, from Congress, from some of the factions within the Republican Party, and initially from within his own cabinet. As President Lincoln learned that no matter what he did, there was going to be people who could not please. But the thing about Abe Lincoln is he stood true to his ideologies. And whether we like it or not, a split nation became one again. And a hundred years later, he saw a dream come true where racism started to disappear. A hundred years after that war, but he stood for something. Integrity is your friend's best friend, just like it's your best friend. He was shot blindly in the back of the head. He died. And I guarantee you, even though we may not agree totally with everything, he would have died being his own best friend. 
See, integrity is your best friend. And it's the one friend that you can rely on that if you are honest with yourself, you will know I'm doing what's right. So how do we do this? In the last few minutes, first of all, I want you to commit to being a person of integrity, to, to really digging deep to build trust with others. I want you to commit today to be honest, reliable, and confident. You've got to give people the reliability of knowing that they can trust you, the confidentiality to know that you just won't go spill your guts. Integrity begins with a specific conscience decision. You don't wait to the moment of crisis. That's when your integrity will shine or not shine. You've got to decide ahead of time what you that you won't, well, I don't even know how to say this the way I want to say it. I guess put it this way. You've got to know that you can't be bought. You've got to decide ahead of time there's no price that can take away your integrity. I remember reading once about George Washington. And he said, few men have, few men have the virtue to withstand the highest bidder. And that's so true. You've got to know that you can't be bought. Your integrity is solid. People know whether I'm a consultant for a company or not that I stand for something. In all of my agreements, it makes it very clear that I will talk about that company and that it is not classified as, as negative talk if we're talking about integrity. It's facts. And lastly, each day, do what you should do before you do what you want to do. That is so important. If you stand for something, the sky is the limit on where you can go and what you can do. But you had better stand for something important. you got to stand for other people. That, my friend, is the name of the game. Folks, it's Troy Dooley, the host of the Beachside CEO, heard around the world on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive-powered radio. Live life like it's an epic adventure and stay dangerous, stay strong. And if you're in a home-based business, act like it. Bye now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.